Hello and welcome to Dear Franny. I am Francesca Hoagie. I am your host. And first and foremost, I have to give a shout out to my longtime listeners and also an apology because I have not recorded an episode in so long. This is the fourth season of the podcast. And over the three years that I've been recording this podcast, I've never done that. I've never started a season and then just went MIA for so long. And I ask for your forgiveness and your understanding. So many reasons, so many things have been happening over the last, oh gosh, six months, seven months, but it's all good. (laughs) And I'm here now and I'm excited to round out this season and deliver some more episodes on my very favorite topic, which is manifestation. And even though I am very devoted to love and to helping people manifest beautiful romantic relationships, I'm also just really into manifestation just as a practice and as a tool that we have to create to co-create so much amazingness in our lives. And that's why I wanted to talk about manifestation this season. So again, apologies for going MIA, but I'm back. So, and if you're brand new to the podcast and you're like, I had no idea, then you can just ignore that and let's move on. (laughs) So today I want to talk about some of the gifts that the universe delivers us on the process to manifesting. And I want to highlight these as gifts and really draw your attention to them so you can see their operation in your life, because I promise you that they're already showing up in your life. So the four gifts, actually, you know what? The number of gifts that the universe actually delivers us is really infinite. But I'm going to just talk about these four very specifically. So number one is the gift of intuition. So in the process of manifesting, whether you're manifesting a beautiful romantic relationship, you're manifesting more money, career, health, experiences, a new place to live, whatever it is that you are currently focused on manifesting, once you make that declaration within yourself and that decision that this is something that you are ready to manifest into your outer reality, then this becomes a two-way street. You are moving towards your manifestation as soon as you claim it. As soon as you say, this is something I'm ready to manifest for myself, you are setting things in motion that are moving you towards that manifestation. And also what you're setting in motion is the universe moving towards you in order to deliver you to the point of receiving that manifestation. So how does the universe do that? So the first gift that the universe gives us in this process is the gift of our intuition. And it is really criminal how much we are discouraged as part of our just cultural conditioning to ignore our intuition. We are actively encouraged to use our minds and to use quote unquote logical, rational thought over our intuition. And the reality is that our thoughts, as you know, (laughs) you might have noticed that a lot of the things that we think normally, regularly, habitually are not useful. A lot of our thoughts are about the past or they're about the future or what we don't want to happen in the future, what we're worried about in the future, what we're worried about right now. We have a a lot of unproductive thoughts. And so we also have great thoughts and we have good ideas and we have inspiration, but we cannot rely on our thinking to be the source of our inspiration. We certainly cannot rely on our thinking to be the source of the guidance that the universe is providing us. We have intuition for that and it's so powerful, but it's very underutilized 
by many people. And I think particularly in the process of dating, there is this idea that you should always override your intuition in the name of being open or just as a way of rationalizing maybe a pattern that you are comfortable with and you're stuck in, but that doesn't serve you. It's a way of rationalizing fear, rationalizing a scarcity mindset around dating. So really practical example, this might be something that you've experienced in your own life because it's very, very, very common where you start dating someone and there's something about that person, something about the situation that's not really sitting right with you. But you talk yourself out of it. You override that intuition and you say, no, 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 I'm jumping to conclusions or I'm being too judgmental or that's just the way it is or I'm being ridiculous. Whatever rationalization our thoughts, our minds will rush in to allow us to just ignore what our intuition is telling us. And then fast forward two weeks, two months, two years, 20 years. I've spoken to people in this situation and it's decades later where they finally accept the truth of something that they knew from the very beginning, which is this person is not a match for me, that this actually isn't the right situation for me. This isn't the right relationship for me. And I encourage you for any relationships that you've had in the past, no matter how long they've lasted, if it's something that ended poorly, if something that ended with a you know, a bad taste in your mouth or a story, a residual story that, oh, this always happens to me or people are untrustworthy or fill in the blank, whatever story that is disempowering, which can so easily come from those situations. I want you to ask yourself, at what point in getting to know this person did I first start to suspect that this was the case? Because oftentimes it is literally the first date. It is literally the second date. It's so, it's really so early on in the relationship. Oftentimes, you know, it's again, you like somebody, you're swept up, you think you're being ridiculous, you hope you're being ridiculous, but your intuition is there to guide you. So if you have declared to yourself and to the universe that you're ready to manifest a really great partnership, then you've got to start to be a real, real, real practitioner of being aware of what your intuition is trying to tell you. And if you don't know how to really listen to your intuition, then that is your first order of business. And my recommendation is to start by thinking of all of the things in the past that all the times in the past where you either ignored your intuition only to be proven right, you know, down the road, or the times where you listen to your intuition, even in the face of of quote unquote evidence to the contrary, like you listen to something inside of you, even though people were saying, no, no, it's a great idea. It's a great opportunity, or this is a great person and learn from that, right? Learn from those times in the past because you have 100% followed your intuition countless times. And maybe you're highly intuitive when it comes to certain areas and not others. Maybe your intuition is very strong when it comes to creativity in the realm of work or art, but maybe it's not so strong when it comes to money or love, right? But you still have the same intuition. It's just the channel might be a little bit blocked. So the first gift that the universe gives us in delivering our manifestation is this direct line to just nudge us in the right direction and to alert us when we're on the wrong track. So please do not ignore your intuition because it is there to serve you. The second gift that the universe gives us to help us to make our way to our manifestations and for them to make their way to us is through serendipity. So serendipity is my favorite force in the universe. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you probably heard me talk about this before because I talk about it a lot. (laughs) 
And serendipity is what happens when, you know, those are those moments where something just happens. Like, you know, I met my partner and it was a very serendipitous event. We met on a street corner in LA when I was walking across the street and he was standing about to call an Uber on his phone, right? That was a serendipitous moment. I never could have predicted that. I never could have planned it. But the universe was like, hey, you know what? You said that you're ready for an amazing partner and you've been listening and you've been paying attention and you opened yourself up to that. So here you go, right? So serendipity is like, I consider that to be an act of grace. That's when the universe is just like, I'm gonna put you in a position that you otherwise may not have been in or would never found yourself in but it's leading you to something really amazing. So I also, just like with intuition, I encourage you to reflect on your life and where have those moments of serendipity showed up in your life before and how can you actually court serendipity? Because I am a believer in courting serendipity. Like, yes, you can make serendipity more common in your life just by paying attention to it, just by being grateful for those moments of serendipity, because gratitude amplifies your manifestation, right? So if you're able to recognize those moments of serendipity, you're able to practice gratitude for those moments of serendipity, and you're also able to start to expect serendipitous moments to happen, right? So not just like, oh, wouldn't that be nice? But just to say like, hmm, well, the universe is actually actively trying to deliver my manifestations to me, then maybe I should be expecting some serendipity to happen. And where can I be on the lookout for that, right? How can I get excited about that? The same thing with intuition, right? Like how can you even just having the intention of I want to tap into my intuition more, I want to experience more serendipity in my life and asking yourself, you know, as my friend Amari Ice would say, Amari, he talks a lot about giving yourself permission, right? So Are you willing to give yourself permission to experience that serendipity? Are you willing to give yourself permission to really honor your intuition? Are you willing to give yourself permission to expect that your intuition is going to speak to you and to guide you and that serendipitous occasions are going to happen in your life because that's what happens when you're on the road to manifesting. Okay, so we talked about intuition. We talked about serendipity. Oh, and I actually wrote a definition of serendipity. So I'll read that to you. Actually, I wrote a definition of intuition as well. So intuition gives you guidance as to what actions to take or not take. Serendipity are the moments of grace where the universe puts us on a path we never could have discovered on our own, that we never could have discovered on our own. I love that. Okay, and then next we have luck. Luck, luck, luck. (laughs) An amazing, amazing force that is always in operation. We are very lucky. We're lucky to be alive. We're lucky to have ever been born in the first place. We're lucky that Earth is a habitable planet in the universe because as far as we know, there are not any others, right? So we've already hit the jackpot in terms of just being humans on Earth. And then there are so many other ways that we've gotten lucky and we've hit the jackpot. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you hit the jackpot, not because this podcast is so amazing, though I hope you find it useful, but you have a life where you have access to technology, where you have the time to be able to take in new ideas, right? So even that is a matter of luck. But specifically, as it refers to manifestation and the way that I frame this, my definition of luck or how luck works in the process of manifestation is that luck is an operation to build your awareness and confidence in your magnetism and power. So I'll reread that. Luck is in operation. So luck operates to build your awareness and confidence in your magnetism and power. So similar to with serendipity, there's a theme here. And with intuition, 
the more you can recognize the lucky things that happen in your life, the more you can honor them, the more you can be grateful for them, the more you can expect to be lucky. A really good example of this is <laughs> I am really good at finding money on the street. And it's been that way for years. My record is I found $1,000 cash, 10 $100 bills laying on the sidewalk in broad daylight while I was walking my dog. That's my record. But I found 50s. I found hundreds. I found 20s. I found ones. I found so much money. And if you actually, if you search the hashtag queen of found money on Instagram, you will see some, not all, but some of the, <laughs> some of the money that I found because I've been finding money on the street long before I've been hashtagging on Instagram. But there are some on there you can follow along with that hashtag. It's pretty funny. But people always say, "How you're so lucky. How is it that you find money on the street all the time? I never find money. You're so lucky, right? And I really embrace this. I'm like, yep, I sure am. I'm lucky. I'm the queen of found money. And that's something that I have claimed. Why not? What is the harm? Do I find $1,000 on the street every day? No, but I could, (laughs) right? Serendipity is an operation, right? Luck is an operation, so it happens, right? So I've just decided to claim myself as lucky. And what would happen if you started to claim yourself as lucky, right? I know there might be some resistance to doing that, but what is the resistance? What's the resistance? You're already lucky. We've already talked about that. You've already hit the jackpot a million times, right? So why can you not continue to be lucky? Why can't you be lucky in love? Why can't you be lucky in finances? Why can't you be lucky in opportunities, right? So luck is the way that the universe builds your awareness and confidence in your magnetism and power. And that also, by the way, applies to quote unquote bad luck. Because when we look at the places where we are quote unlucky, there is so much information there. There are so many lessons there to be learned because the unluckiness is a result of other things that are in operation, right? So if you are like, oh, I'm just unlucky when it comes to money. Well, are you unlucky when it comes to money or have you made choices and do you operate from a place that is unlikely to lead you to good outcomes when it comes to money, right? So if you are, for example, if you're somebody who you are, you never keep track of your money, you have no idea how much money is coming in, you have no idea how much money is going out, but you just spend, 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 and that is your habit. It's not a judgment. But then when you find yourself in situations where it's like, oh man, my ch- this check bounced, or I can't, I don't have money to pay this bill, I'll be like, oh, I'm so unlucky with money. It's like, well, maybe you're unlucky, but maybe that quote unquote bad luck is showing up to show you how you actually can be lucky, right? If you start making better decisions. So you might've heard the expression that the harder I work, the luckier I get. And it's not about hard work necessarily, but it is about starting to bring your awareness to where you can take more aligned action with what you want and see how that results in different outcomes in your life. And then last but not least, number four on the list of the gifts that the universe delivers us, you know, sends on our way to deliver our manifestations is through epiphanies, epiphanies, ahas, breakthroughs. So I call these the miracles the universe sets up so we can grow in our capacity to manifest. The miracles the universe sets up so we can grow in our capacity to manifest. And so when I use the word miracle, I'm using the definition that comes from A Course in Miracles and Marianne Williamson very, very successfully (laughs) talks about this in her book, A Return to Love. But a miracle, which A Return to Love reminds us, is merely a shift in our perception. It is a shift in our perception. 
And it is also a reasonable thing to expect because when you go looking for that epiphany, when you go looking for that breakthrough, when you go looking for that clarity, that aha, you will find it. If you seek it, you will find it. If your intention is to say, okay, universe, I am ready. I am ready to understand the situation. I am ready to see what it is that so far I haven't been able to see. I am willing to see this differently. I am willing to have a breakthrough that is going to totally shift my approach or my results in this area. If you say that to the universe, the universe will give that to you. Miracles happen every day and miracles happen every day because we have the ability to shift our perspective every single day. And I've gotten in the habit of not every day, but many days, (laughs) a lot of the days of just asking for a miracle and just saying at the beginning of the day, you know what, universe, I would love a miracle today. I need a miracle. I need, I want to see a miracle in this area or just I want to see a miracle. I'd love a miracle today. So really excited for my miracle. <laughs> and guess what? I always, always, always get it. I always receive that shift because I'm expecting it and I ask for it. And the universe is actually working in our highest good. So when we come with an open heart and a willingness to see what it is that we cannot already see, all of the ways in which we are actually blocking the very blessings that we want to receive, that is when our lives really, really start to transform. So I really want to encourage you to take some time to reflect on all of the ways in which your intuition, serendipity, luck, and epiphanies are in operation in your life and have been in operation in your life. And really, really, really consider because I know that, you know, if you have had a really difficult time manifesting in any particular area, like romantic love, like I did for a very long time, it really, really takes a level of decision and humility, but also empowerment to say, okay, if it is true, because it is, that love is the most abundant force in the universe. And if it is true, because it is, that the universe actually wants my highest good, but I have free will. So I have to make sure that my decisions are in alignment with that highest good, that I'm not blocking my blessings because we are very good at blocking our blessings. We're very good at putting blinders on, being stubborn, being unwilling to go deeper, right? We can convince ourselves that it's all about what's happening on the surface and it's all about taking action out in the world. And if I just do, 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 then you know suddenly everything's gonna manifest. But remember, it doesn't have to be hard. And if it feels really hard, then that is an opportunity to slow down and to go inward and to figure out well, what is it within me that's causing so much resistance here? What is it within me that I'm not actually seeing? Or where do I need to heal a little bit more? Or where do I need to believe in myself a little bit more? Where do I need to love myself a little bit more? Because when it comes to all of these things, it all comes down to our ability to love ourselves. Because the more we can love ourselves, then the more we're open to receiving the gifts of the universe. So I hope that this has been helpful. And I know that I, for one, (laughs) feel really good to be back on the mic and to be recording an episode and talking about this, my very favorite topic. And by the way, if you're listening to this, you might already be aware, but it bears repeating that I have a conversation about manifestation every single week every Monday for Manifestation Monday live on Clubhouse. So if you're not already 
you know, part of my community on Clubhouse, um, my club, the True Love Society, or you're not following me, please do that because then you will be notified and you'll, it'll show up in your hallway and your calendar that Manifestation Monday happens every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. (laughs) It is midnight in the UK. Apologies for that for my UK friends. And obviously, uh, lots of different times all over the world. So shout out to everyone who's in all the time zones all over the world. But even if you can't attend Manifestation Monday live, it is recorded. So there is a replay available, which you can find on my profile page on Clubhouse or also on the True Love Society Club page. You can also see the replays, I believe, but you can definitely see it on my profile. So I want to encourage you to join us for Manifestation Monday because honestly, it's been now, September will mark two years, September 2022, will mark two years that I've been hosting this room every single Monday. We don't take breaks. (laughs) We don't take holidays off or anything. My power, my personal power, my ability to manifest has grown so, so, so much because I'm just getting this constant reminders, constantly having these conversations, you know, answering questions, having my questions answered. And it just reveals so much more. And there's such an amazing community of people on Clubhouse who've been coming to Manifestation Monday, you know, week after week. And even if they don't come every week, you know, they come regularly enough that they're able to like come up on stage and tell us like, wow, like I want to give this testimony of this breakthrough I had or that breakthrough I had. I'll, I'll just give one quick example of this. One thing that I have shared in the past is that I, one of the things that I've manifested was weight loss. And I know that weight and body is such a triggering topic for so many people. And I, and I'm actually not even a weight loss person. I'm, you know, I'm very anti diet by just principle. I don't believe this idea that you need to be skinny or as thin as possible and all of that. So I'm very much a fan of really self-acceptance and loving your body and loving yourself and having a good relationship with your body. And weight loss is often at odds with that. However, I was in a, a position where for medical reasons, it was advised that I lose some weight. I gained a lot of weight and I was fine with that. I was like, you know, this is just my body now. I'm older, it's fine and da da da. But then my doctor was like, mm, maybe, maybe things are a little out of balance here. So decided to go on this journey of like, okay, I need to shift my whole relationship with my body and how I'm seeing my relationship with food and my body, because that is what's caused the issue, right? So as a result of doing this kind of deeper work and understanding that on the level of identity, I needed to shift how I viewed myself. That was what I needed to do to make the weight loss really inevitable and easy. And it was easy. And I've talked about this before, and I'm always a little hesitant to talk about it because I know, I know, no, no, that people are going to be like, yeah, right. That's not how it works. You can't manifest weight loss and just get really triggered. Some people are very triggered by this. And um, I understand that. And so I was really happy that recently at Manifestation Monday, someone shared on stage that she'd been really triggered by me saying that, you know, sharing the story and really not appreciating it. (laughs) But now, uh, and that was, you know, when I first started talking about it, she first heard me talking about it months ago. Independent of that, she started working with someone on her healing journey. And she has now, in her own words, manifested all of this weight loss that she's like, 
It, I don't even know how it happened. It was easy. I wasn't even really trying. And she wanted to give that testimony of saying like, I was so triggered by you saying this, but now I'm experiencing it for myself and it's wild. And then another person on stage was like, I also have manifested weight loss really without even trying. It wasn't even the goal, but just by having more access to having joy within my body. Um, shout out to my friend, Erin Stevens, who has really discovered hula hooping. And she just discovered hula hooping. She loves hula hooping. And because she loves hula hooping, she just found that she's lost a lot of weight just naturally without even trying just because she's doing something joyful for herself. So I just wanted to share that as an example of of one of those types of lessons or stories that you hear and you hear it one time and you're kind of like, eh, I don't know if that really resonates. But then if you hear it enough times and you start to hear other people's experiences, it starts to come together a little bit more. So this was a really, really big plug for Manifestation Monday, but it really is the happiest day of the week, <laughs> in my opinion. And it's been such a powerful community. So I invite you to join us there. Okay, I did it, you guys. I'm back. Dear Franny is back. Tell your friends. <laughs> and for all of you who are listening, who have taken the time to subscribe to this podcast, who are still been listening to this podcast, even though I haven't been releasing new episodes, I see you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, everybody who's taken the time to rate the podcast, to review the podcast. I'm really proud of our reviews. They're so awesome. And I thank you so much for taking that time to leave a review. And if you haven't yet done any of that, I encourage you to do so. We love five-star ratings. We love reviews. And I appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen to the show. And um, thank you. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And I promise you there will be a new episode of this podcast next week. That's right. Next week. (laughs) All right. We're back. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Bye. And happy manifesting. 